we need to keep praying for our leaders, especially those that are. Uh, I think they're they're being uh, impacted by twisting and turning and their arm to okay, just vote this way or that. But that, especially as believers that claim to be believers up there on the hill, that they really stay true to what the word has to say. That's yeah. above everything. Welcome to Indigenous Faith with Craig and Ladonna Smith. For the next 30 minutes, we invite you to join Craig and LaDonna as they open God's Word and help indigenous followers of Jesus Christ learn how to live a biblically healthy life in the context of their culture and tribal traditions. Craig is a member of the White Earth Band of Ojibwe Indians from northern Minnesota and is an author, public speaker, and gospel singer. LaDonna is from the Navajo Nation from the American Southwest. She is also a gifted singer and writer and a deeply committed student of God's Word. Together, they have served Christ for over four decades in a ministry that has taken them to indigenous people all across North America and to a dozen countries around the world. Once again, thank you for joining us today for this week's edition of Indigenous Faith. And now, get ready to take a journey with Craig and LaDonna into God's Word to see what he has to say about living out an indigenous faith that helps us all live lives that please him and gives us power for victorious Christian living. You know, Brother Vern, I, uh, one of the things that uh, has brought me comfort as I cast my vote, and if it doesn't go the way I would hope it turns out, you know, and uh, say another candidate wins and uh, carries us down a road of, uh, of wickedness and vile uh, embracing things, and we look at our culture today, I mean, everything is so upside down. What was wrong yes. is now right. What was right is now wrong and all in all on that but and i'd love to get your i'd love to get your thought on this Vern, because it's uh, it has brought me comfort in knowing that regardless of how the vote goes and how things turn out uh it is god who sets up according to Roman, right. we were in romans 13 <laughs> yes. it is god who sets up every human leader and it's That's all right. for his divine purposes here on earth and uh you know i mean uh so I, I can rest at peace knowing that even if somebody who is mm -hmm. not in line with where I'm at that wins the day, mm -hmm. yet I know that they have been allowed to be there by mm -hmm. the Lord for right. his end time issues, right? Mm -hmm. That's right. Is That's that, right. And, and, am I thinking and, right on that? Yeah, absolutely. And Miss LaDonna mentioned that as well a little bit earlier, essentially that God is in control and we can rest in that. That's right. You know, I'm thinking of uh, the prophet Habakkuk. And you might remember, yes. God told the prophet Habakkuk that um, God was going to judge Israel. Yeah. And God was going to use a pagan nation to judge Israel. <laughs> Equal opportunist. A, a, a nation that was yes. worse than Israel. Yes. And so Habakkuk had some very serious issues. Uh, he had a hard time, actually, not because... Israel was going to be judged, but God was going to use a pagan nation to judge mm -hmm. Israel, yeah. who was worse than Israel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, and so there was a little bit of a Job moment where Habakkuk is having a little discussion with God, <laughs> and Habakkuk gets set straight at the end of the day. Yes. But here's where it is at the end of the day. We can vote for who we think is a God, a leader. Um, God very well is going to put in sovereignly who he wants in there. And it very well could be that God is giving mm -hmm. us um, not who we need, 
but who we want. A little bit like when the children of Israel wanted a king, yeah. and they chose Saul. Mm-hmm. Um, God, you know, um, mm. you might remember in, in those days, um, Israel didn't have a king. They were a monarchy. They had God over them, but they wanted to be like the other nations around them. And they got Saul. They wanted Saul. Mm-hmm. He was head and shoulders above the rest. And God gave them Saul, even though Saul was a wicked man. Mm-hmm. God gave them what they wanted. And really, that's it was right. an act of judgment. Yeah. It was an act of judgment. Yeah, and that's what right. I'm saying. You know, we're going to vote. We're going to pray. We're going to try to put godly men uh, and or women uh, in our leadership positions. But at the end of the day, God's sovereign. That's and right. And very well oh. could be. Boy, that we he's can sleep at us. night, can't we? We can yes, rest absolutely. in that. Yes, absolutely. That's right. It really, right. really, what you're saying is current events all all are orchestrated by God. He's allowing mm-hmm. the current events always as an arrow pushing toward the second coming of Christ, really. I mean, That's his right. return. I mean, his return is at hand. And, That's right. uh, you know, with that in mind, you know, as, as I think of what's going on today in the Middle mm-hmm. East, uh, a lot of times, again, our native people, sometimes we may not have the uh, the most current event information before us. We're maybe cocooned in our communities and, you know, we're living in the native world there and uh, going to our IHS clinics uh, to get our health care and, uh, you know, seeing those, uh, sometimes those uh, uh, leaders being elected who maybe sometimes aren't as... as uh, ethical as they should be and and we've got the scandals and all that just like any other any other uh, people group around planet earth but yet we've got things happening in the larger world that we may be i don't want to use the word ignorant of but we are unaware of because we're not allowing ourselves to get exposed and try to understand the larger issues of life uh, beyond our, our res communities, our native communities. And so, you know, when I think of what's happening uh, most recently within the past couple months, and now the war that is going on, raging between uh, Israel and uh, Hamas and Hezbollah uh, to the north, and uh, all of this happening, and then beyond that, what's happening in the alliances that are developing between, say, Russia and China, uh, where there's a, I, I was reading something last night where they were talking about over 200 million uh, soldiers that can now cross the Euphrates mm-hmm. River because the Euphrates River is dried up. There's all kinds of interconnecting mm-hmm. world events that are happening. Mm-hmm. Never in human history has there been a point in time where all of the things needed for the Lord's return have, have seemed to all converge uh, together at the same time, so it just seems so clear that we're in the in the end days. Absolutely, and you know, um, uh, when Paul wrote, he believed that the Lord Jesus Christ could return in his lifetime as well. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things we believe is in what's called the imminent return of Christ. Right, and so everything is already in place for the Lord Jesus Christ, of course, to return at any time. However. When you look around the world, what you see is, is you see, um, in terms of the second coming of the Lord, the what's called the birth pains, and you know that when a person is, uh, when a woman is pregnant, um, she, in that third trimester at some point, when she's about to give birth, her water breaks, and mm-hmm. she begins to have contractions. 
Oh, and, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And essentially... <laughs> as old he, as I am, I remember. <laughs> uh, but nevertheless, um, you know that um, the closer those contractions get together... Mm is is when that baby is nearing that's yes. well, a great um, picture you're painting being yes. born and my point is is that contractions and and this is this is I, i'm drawing this analogy from jesus himself um and so but nevertheless the contractions are basically it's not the fact that we haven't had contractions for two thousand years it's the fact that now when we look around they're happening all at the same time yeah. and they're overlapping and they're happening in in rapid progress which lets you know that the second coming of christ and the kingdom of god that is already is about to become now mm. and he's about to return and so mm -hmm. what i'm trying to say is, is as we look around everything's in place that's right. everything's in place it really is mm -hmm. um I, I, i'll give you one just one major indicator in terms of prophecy and that is jesus said that he would return to jerusalem um uh the jews there of course would be in the land at that time that israel would be back in the land uh and there was a time in which there were more jews of course not very long ago mm -hmm. that lived in new york city than they did in israel itself and israel wasn't even a nation but as you you know what was it, May 1948, Israel became a nation. Mm -hmm. And there's been a, a large number of Jews that have returned to their homeland. And um, right now, of course, you have a Jewish nation with a large number of Jews. Uh, they're living in Israel. It's mm -hmm. interesting, Israel is only about the size of New Jersey. It's a mm -hmm. small country. Um, but as you know, Israel uh, and the Jewish people, they're surrounded by Arabs mm -hmm. and uh, literally millions of Arabs uh, are surrounding them. Of course, there's been times when those Arabs have tried to um, destroy Israel. There's a hatred, of course, mm -hmm. um, for Israel uh, among more than just Hamas and Hezbollah. But there's some countries right there um, that hate Israel and want to push them into the sea. Um, Iran, um, Iraq, and some others that have made some pretty strong statements. Nevertheless, God has, like during the Seven-Day War, um, protected Israel mm -hmm. and always um, protected Israel. And the reason is, is because God said in the Abrahamic covenant made 4,000 years ago that um, I'm going to bless those that bless, the, uh, that bless you and curse those that mm -hmm. curse you. And so mm -hmm. God promised them protection and promised that their seed would be like the uh, sands on the seashore and the um, stars up in heaven. And so God is not going to allow Israel to be destroyed. Israel's going to stand. And so, again, as we look around, um, we see um, Israel back in our land. Israel's a nation. And again, um, 40, 50 years ago, uh, well, I guess I'm getting older now. Let's say so, over 70 years ago or so. That wasn't the case, you know, and um, so that's just one indicator of, um, of biblical prophecy that is already ready to go, lined up. Uh, and again, you can look at a number of, you know, you mentioned the nations, um, Russia and, um, and China and some of those conglomerations. Um, and uh, the Bible does speak of a of a large army and that kind of thing. But regardless, at the end of the day, um, um, 
we've got to be ready for our soon coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus right. Christ. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but you're right. I yes. think that the, the times, the contractions mm -hmm. are mm -hmm. everywhere. Um, and, um, and let me put it this way. All right. So we can look around at the, the events that are taking place a number of months ago. In fact, it was um, early November. Um, I walked into a Walmart and I went into the uh, the Walmart place, and I, I'm sure that there'll be listeners listening to us that don't even know what a Walmart is. It's a store. <laughs> uh, but regardless, I went in through the section, through the section there that had um, outdoor equipment, things of that nature. Long story short, um, I saw um, something that reminded me that a holiday was near. Yes. And, um, and so um, I actually saw that they were they had Christmas trees and Christmas lights on sale. And so you want to know, Craig, what that told me in early November? Hmm. That told me not that Christmas was near, but that actually told me that Thanksgiving <laughs> was very near. <laughs> you understand down. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Because Thanksgiving actually precedes Christmas. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so, guys, what I'm trying to say here is, is when we look around and we see all of these things in place in terms of biblical prophecy, Jesus' return is near now uh, than it's ever been. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so we need to prepare ourselves for this, the soon coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I think that the Jews... And um, who and the modern Jews today are the ancient Jews of the Old Testament, mm. that they have always been the barometer, the litmus test. They yeah. are always the ones we look toward because um, they are God's timepiece. They're back in their Jewish land mm -hmm. right now. According to Paul, they're still blinded. It's a secular nation. Mm -hmm. They rejected Jesus, the Messiah. But here's the beauty of it. Jesus Christ is going to do a wonderful miracle oh, because boy. they're going to see him according Hallelujah. to the Old Testament, whom they have pierced, oh, and they're going to believe yes. on him, and they're going to be saved. Yes, sir. Amen. And according to Paul in Romans chapter 11, all Israel will be saved. That's going to be the greatest miracle in terms of that people group mm -hmm. um, turning to Christ that has ever been seen. Mm -hmm. And um, that is on the horizon right now. They're unbelieving Israel. They're mm -hmm. blinded. But God has a sovereign plan yeah. for them. He's allowing the Gentiles, us, to um, to come in and be saved and be engrafted into that wonderful olive mm -hmm. tree. Mm -hmm. uh, but one day, even the, the, the natural olive tree is going to believe. Israel is going to believe. Yes. And there's yes. going to be a wonderful, wonderful salvation event that happens, mm -hmm. what I think, during the tribulation period. Mm -hmm. But um, nevertheless, it's all ready to go. I'm ready for Jesus to return. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. <laughs> well, and, and the, thing of it, uh, the thing of it is, Vern, uh, there are some that would believe that, uh, you know, God is done with Israel. He's, uh, you know, the church has replaced uh, Israel now, and, and that replacement theology and so on. But the realization, you know, when you think of that, if, if, you, if you walk down that road and claim that as a position, you know, you're having to say a couple very important things. Number one is you're saying that God is not a covenant-keeping God. He is right. a God who has changed his mind. But my, uh, my understanding of the Word of God is uh, God is not like a man that he should change his mind. And that covenant he made with Israel is an everlasting one. And the thing is, if you take that to the full, full extent, if God goes back on his covenant promise with Israel, what's to say he could go back on his 
covenant promise with us in the new covenant. That's right. That maybe you, even though you did trust in Christ and Christ alone, you're not going to make it. You know, would God do that? I mean, that puts even our salvation in jeopardy. If he's a covenant-breaking God instead of a covenant-making God, uh, the first covenant is an everlasting one. He's he's stuck with it, and he's maintained it, Mm -hmm. which gives me great peace in my heart that he's not going to change his mind on the faith that I have in Christ and Christ alone, and uh, that I'm going to be there someday. Now, so... If we can just maybe take a moment to go over with with the world and the way it's at right now. And again, keep I'm trying to keep in mind our listeners, some of whom may not uh, have much thought toward these kinds of things because they're so consumed with what's going on locally in their tribal community and so on. But what's what's the next thing on, on God's eternal timetable then? You talk about the second coming of the Lord, but there's uh, that that comes in parts, isn't it? It's it's a that's right. It's an in, it's an upgather, not an in an upgathering of, that's of right. the believers. That's exactly right. Can you kind of just help our listeners understand what what's next on the horizon? What's the next major thing to happen? Absolutely. Well, when we talk about the second coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we're talking about the fact that Jesus Christ is going to return. Mm -hmm. for his saints Mm -hmm. and um, we're talking about what the bible calls there's going to be a catching up in fact the bible says in first thessalonians chapter four that you know that the dead in christ will rise first and then we which are alive shall be caught up and Mm -hmm. that word caught up there um, is from where we derive our word rapture maybe our listeners have heard that terminology before we're talking about the rapture of the church which is from a latin word rapturo that means to catch up catch away um, harpazo is the Greek word that we derive that word from, and it's used there, and it means to catch up, but it was also used of Philip when he baptized the Ethiopian eunuch. Uh, the Bible mm. says he was harpazo. <laughs> he was caught up, and you remember God took him yes. and literally moved him mm-hmm. in a moment. Think about that for just a moment. So that's, that's what's going to happen, and that's what's next on the horizon. And as I was saying earlier, we believe in the imminent return of Christ. Everything's in place. Um, but it's it's been in place, and Jesus Christ could return at any moment. And so He's going to come. He's going to meet um, us in the clouds. If we're alive, we're going to be uh, caught up, raptured, or podsoed, if you will, and we're going to be um, uh, with the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and so, so at that time, ever he, be with Him. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hmm. And so at that point, um, in terms of the way that I understand end times, is that we are going to be with our Lord. And um, I believe that that is going to be the inauguration of what we call the um, the tribulation period. Mm-hmm. And so we're not going to, there are those that believe that Jesus, is, we're going to meet Jesus in the air and that he's going to return to the earth at that point and just come on and bring us on back down. But I truly believe, as I know you do as well, Craig, and that is that we're going to be raptured, we're going to be with our Lord, and during that seven-year trial and tribulation period, uh, we're going to be with our Lord, enjoying the um, the Lord's Supper of the Lamb. The golden and- corral buffet of all buffets. <laughs> oh my goodness, my friend, it's going to be wonderful. But the church is going to be there, those yeah. who have believed in Christ, and then God is going to then turn... As of right now, he's been focused in on the Gentiles. Some Jews and Hebrews, you know, that they've been saved, if you will. 
But um, during that tribulation period, he's going to refocus back on Israel, mm-hmm. and the Antichrist is going to arise. Um, there's going to be a peace treaty that um, the Antichrist makes with Israel that's going to be broken. Um, they're going to see him, the Antichrist that is, for who he is. Um, and they're going to, in large mass, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. Uh, there's going to be two Jewish evangelists. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh, by the way, um, Gentiles are also going to be saved during that time as well. So it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful time of salvation. But at the end of that seven years, then the Lord Jesus is going to return with us. First he came for us, then uh, he'll come with us, and we're going to return with him to this earth, and he's going to set up his kingdom. There's going to be one final Armageddon battle mm-hmm. in which Jesus Christ will overcome the enemy, and all, all you know, it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful time in which all he has to do is speak, mm-hmm. and uh, his enemies will be defeated. Amen. And, uh, and then we'll move into what's called the Millennial Kingdom, a time of, of peace, time of shalom, that thousand-year reign with Christ. And then, of course, um, there'll be one more time when the enemy who had been bound for a thousand years, he'll be loosed, and uh, we'll have a great white throne judgment. We're all lost people that don't know the Lord. They'll be thrown into hell, and we'll move into the kingdom, uh, which is a forever and ever living with the Lord uh, in that new Jerusalem. Uh, and it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful eternity as we gather around. By the way, Craig, all nations, ethnic groups, ethne, ethnic groups are going to be gathered together. That's right. And the Bible says in Revelation, they go into the city. Mm. And I believe that we're still going to have ethnic, get this, ethnic yeah. identity even into yeah. um, the eternal state, which is an awesome thing. We're going to be a nation still. You ever how, think about that? How, how could John identify people from every tribe, language, people, and nation <laughs> if they didn't look like they were from every tribe, language, right. people, and nation, right? I mean, you had, that's right. there's that's a, right. those identifiers that... Uh, that's right. Uh, that uh, identifies that's right. with our tr- skin so what, tone and all yeah. that kind of stuff and size of our be- right. size of our bellies and <laughs> we will not the- lose our ethnic identity isn't that yeah. a cool thought yeah now yeah. i don't know what god's going to do with people like emmett right <laughs> that has all these tribes i don't yeah. know where god's going to put him yeah. or me i'm part white of course well we're right. all so going I, back to I the plains right section so uh yeah. hey do you remember promise keepers a number a number of years ago Oh, yeah. You remember Promise Keepers? Yes. And um, you remember when all the natives gathered? Uh, of course, we, we gathered with all those clergymen in yes, Atlanta. Sir. In Atlanta. You were yep. probably there. Oh, yeah. But yep. nevertheless, I remember, you know, we had T-shirts made, and, mm-hmm. and I was up there in the native section, um, and we had those No Broken Treaties T-shirts mm-hmm. made, and, and um, Tom Claus, I think, yep. spoke, um, came out in his headdress and spoke to it. But anyway, long story short, I remember a moment where uh, there were, we were in the Atlanta Dome, where the, I guess, I think that's where the Falcons play yes, football. Yes, or, yeah, they used yeah, to play. So right, anyway, right. yeah, yeah, that's right. So we were in that, that dome there, um, and uh, there was a moment that Jack Hayford, um, who, um, you know, was a preacher from California back in those days. Anyway, long story short, he spoke, and then we broke into this spontaneous worship Mm. It was just an unbelievable time, Craig, where the Spirit of God sat down in yes, that sir. place. And of I course, remember. I'm up there in a part of the the Atlanta Dome there, with, and I'm surrounded by my native brethren. But I looked across that auditorium, and there were literally thousands of men, all different colors, shades, 
um, backgrounds, uh, you know, races, if you will. And we were all singing together, tears running mm -hmm. down almost all of our cheeks. I mean, Amen. I was looking through my tear-stained uh, cheeks and, um, and eyes, and I, I saw us, and we began to sway and sing. And the Spirit of God sat down in there in a special way like I never, mm -hmm. I mean, I'll never forget. Mm -hmm. But here's the thought that came to me. This is what heaven's going to yes, be like. absolutely. And I was surrounded by my native brethren, if you will, but we were in a place, and all nations were gathered in that yeah. place worshiping yeah. our Lord. And uh, that's what I'm excited about, that we're going to still have ethnic identity. The Jews are still going to be um, God's chosen people and um, his mediators of, uh, in terms of blessings to all, all the Gentiles. But that's not going to take, that doesn't mean that we're going to be second class citizens no, in sir. any way. No. We're all in on all of the covenant blessings of Israel Amen. through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And even with our ethnic identities, we're going to worship him. For, wow. I got to stop preaching here. I'm sorry. But we're, <laughs> no, no, keep we're going to going. worship him forever and ever and ever, Amen. brother. That's what I'm excited about. Well, see, oh, man, I'll tell you what you just shared, Vern. For our, for our native people who live their lives, you know, pretty much confined or, or with that more limited view of life from just, say, the res or the inner city, which is where most of our urban, uh, well, both, uh, you, Emmett, uh, you and uh, Brother Vern there have uh, come out of the, uh, no doubt, I know Vern's story, not not the upper upper class uh, city <laughs> where you know you your your uh, uh, your mansion was uh, protected by security cameras or something. Whatever you 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 probably came from the dark side of the of the uh, inner city uh, experience, right? And and my yes. goodness, to think that uh, you know, and we come out of we all come out of our life experiences uh, before Christ, but now in Christ. It is so important to get a biblical view of life, a worldview that is based upon the scriptures. When you read these things, when you preach these things, Vern, and you just open the door to us, giving us a little glimpse of what heaven's going to be like, mm -hmm. it is those kinds of things that we as indigenous believers in Christ need to be thinking on, need to be dwelling on, need to be motivated by, mm -hmm. needs to be calling us to uh, victorious Christian living, mm -hmm. that we not be found uh, just getting into heaven's through heaven's gate by the skin of our teeth. I mean, we will go in rejoicing, victorious, well done, good and faithful servant, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Well, my friend, it's hard to believe that 2023 is already in the books. My goodness, what a year it's been as we've seen some amazing world events happening, and we're discussing those as we come to the close of this year with our dear brother Vern Charette and Emmett and Belin uh, McKenzie. And we're grateful for you being with us uh, through the journey here on the Indigenous Faith Podcast. As we reach the end of this year, you may want to consider helping LaDonna and I with a year-end gift to help uh, defray the costs of recording and producing and publishing these podcasts, whether it be on our podcast site or whether it be uh, through the uh, expanding radio ministries that we have in parts of uh, Native North America. Uh, just go to tribalrescue.com and click on uh, the giving portal, and, and uh, you can give right online there to help us uh, as we defray the costs of uh, our expenses for the Indigenous Faith Podcast. We look forward to being back with you again in 2024 for another year of podcasting as the Lord leads and as He allows uh, in these crazy days we're in. So until next year, which is actually tomorrow, 
<laughs> we wish you a blessed and prosperous 2024. God bless. Bye. Thank you for joining Craig and LaDonna Smith and the Indigenous Faith Podcast. We trust today's episode has been an encouragement to you and helpful to you as you grow in faith as a follower of Jesus Christ. You can subscribe to this weekly broadcast and receive notifications when the next episodes are available. Simply follow the prompts on the tribalrescue.com website or the podcast platform you're using to sign up today. Don't forget to visit the Smiths website, tribalrescue.com, to learn more about the Smiths and Tribal Rescue Ministries. Be sure to visit their online store, where you can find more indigenous faith resources, including Craig's six-part DVD video series, and his six-part audio CD version of the same teaching. Also, Craig takes you deeper into the scriptures in his recently released Indigenous Faith paperback book, which will help you learn the secrets to a strong Indigenous faith. All these resources, and other great books authored by Craig and Madonna, can be accessed at their online store when you visit tribalrescue.com. The Smiths are dependent on the financial support of those who are benefiting from their teaching, preaching, and music ministry. Craig and LaDonna would like to ask you to consider supporting this ministry through your online giving, which you can easily and safely do on the tribalrescue.com website as well. You can also make your gift recurring if you so desire. If you'd like to support Craig and LaDonna, it will help them keep this podcast on the air, help them produce more books and resources, and enable them to continue sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ among people groups around the world. We'll see you next week dear friends, on another edition of the Indigenous Faith Podcast. Until then, may the Lord richly bless you as you live out your own God-honoring, and biblically-based, indigenous faith.